Welcome to the Mature Energy Podcast. You're listening, not live. All right, I'm going to talk about genetic energy. And I've probably talked about this, but I'm going to do the whole podcast on it, the whole 10 minutes. And I've listened to my other podcasts and I'm like, holy crap, you talk about energy. It's like, I don't have any of it. Listen to myself. It's like, man. I'm like, I sound so um, too relaxed. And I've often gotten that criticism. And yeah, I can see it, I guess. You know, when you record yourself and then you listen back to it and you think you're really entertaining and fun. And it's a real measure of yourself listening back. So genetic energy. And I don't know if I've talked much about this on here because this is just kind of like my diary of thoughts and I, I spew them out and nobody listens to it. And that's cool. That's the way it should be. So genetic energy would be, it's everything from sexual attraction to protection to what people call love for the most part. I think that the mysteries, the mysteries of love or what people call love and they find it confusing and they get frustrated, all of that is a form of genetic replication energy so your ability your energy um, to get yourself in a purposeful way to create new life or to fall in love and I can only speak on heterosexual sexual relations because that's all I understand and that is what biologically produces a human so I just want to talk about this from a biological perspective so a man and a woman get together they have intercourse and there's the chance that they might make a human being like we know that right but there's all the steps that go from starting to that until it happening until maybe you have grandchildren and then you're all hanging out and then you die and that's it so you could say well what is the purpose of life and we all get this kind of period of time that we we get I mean if you're listening to this you understand English you're alive and we're a part of this world at this time and we're all going to be dead someday so you'd say well, what is the point of life and you might want to say that who, if we were to gamify life, right, what would be the biggest winner? Would the biggest winner be the guy that, not the guy, but the person who has produced the most children? Hard to say. But looking at it from a scoring point of view, you might say that a guy that has like 10 kids, wow, look at him. But... I think you got to look at it in the whole way. It's about the maturity of raising that kid, you know, to be a mature person, to be responsible, to not be a piece of crap, to be respectful. I think that's what you hope. Like when you love somebody, you don't teach them to lie. You don't tell them that lying's okay because you don't want them to be a bad person. You don't want to see them get hurt because you innately know that that's not a good thing to do even if you do it and get away with it yourself. 
So the genetic replication value, the energy, you know, when you're in a relationship with somebody and the other person doesn't really see you as a potential for having a child, that may be when they stray off. And people can get really heartbroken when a relationship ends. And my theory would be is that that relationship doesn't end because you didn't bring them the sugar or you didn't buy them that coffee or this or this or that. It's that it's a result of them not not feeling that energy that you would be a safe person. You know, obviously, from a relationship standpoint, it's like, do I want to keep spending time with this? Because I don't think people don't actually think it's like, oh, this person's to make a child. Sometimes people get confused in relationships because it ends and neither one knows why. Because there is a complex... Um, there's that the energies are so complex right so we can't stop and you get all these different things in psychology that are so complex and things that um from freud i would say that are just pretty ridiculous yet they still get taught which is silly well i don't know i mean that's a whole other topic but there's a lot of things that are still taught today in um, very difficult psychology classes and courses that are quite ridiculous. So you have a kid with somebody, that's a successful genetic replication, but that's not the end. That's not the end of the story. Is It would be my belief that you need to raise that child to the successful age of 20 together and people are all down with the patriarchy and stuff like that but I think you know you you do need to be a team especially if you're making an adult a lot of people are going for egalitarianism in corporations yet mm, you don't believe in that for a human being that a mother and a father should be together but you think half a company should be the opposite sex exactly 50% it's kind of weird nonetheless um, the natural way for a human to best survive is with the two people that were involved in producing the child for them to stay together that would be my what I would surmise to be more beneficial to the human and you would produce that child to the successful age of 20 And then that person goes on for the last five years of their life to the final state of their prefrontal cortex development to the age of 25, and then they they live on. Um, You would hope that for the most part they would be independent from the age of 20, but I think most of us could look back to the age of 20 and think, well, I wasn't exactly the most developed adult at that point. You know, you still got that childish stuff. And then 25... Hopefully you can shake off most of that childhood crap. Although it would appear that most of us don't. Including myself, obviously. And when I talk about maturity, people get confused or like offended. It's like, oh, that doesn't mean anything. And it's like, well, yeah, it does. I mean, it's it's your full development. And then when you're acting like an adult, when you're acting like an adult, when you are an adult and you're acting like a child, and you're lying and you're pretending to know things that you don't know, you know, that's how bad things start to happen, especially from leaders. 
I would theorize that leaders, you know, if the if you live in a country where you're not allowed to lie to the police, it should be way more illegal for a politician to lie to their people knowingly and provingly to have lied to their people. All right. So with the genetic replication, you may find an, a member of the opposite sex to be quite attractive. You'll get what they call the butterflies. So you're getting the, you know, all that chemical stuff in your brain, the dopamine, the endocrines, the, like, holy crap, wow, I want to be around this other person that I find quite attractive. That's that innate trajectory to get you towards that person or to make the action. You know, there's a lot of talk about dopamine. I believe that dopamine is the uh, trigger drug, you know, or action drug that's meant to get you into the right spot. So you see a hot, you see a very attractive person, you get to know them and you might get into a relationship with them and you might produce a child, that's love. And that child may have a child and you'll love that child. And it's like, it's all a part of the genetic energy value because you're protecting what you are creating. And if we're to gamify life, not necessarily having the most amount of humans replicated isn't exactly what I would call the victory to life. I would say it's producing good human beings to the best of their ability with what they can do. So that's your genetic energy value right there. Um, has a lot to do with biology and it means a lot.